everybody, welcome to episode, uh, I don't know, 284 <laughs> of the Bite Me podcast. All those numbers divide into each other. That's a great number. Um, yeah. I guess for <laughs> those of you that have some sort of weird Rain Man thing going on like I do. Uh, anyway, I, I got distracted by episodes and numbers. Colby is super excited about it too. And we're going to talk about video games today, not numbers or... There might be some numbers. I don't know. I can't promise there won't be. But video games. Definitely video games. We're going to talk about what we've been playing. Uh, oh, I guess Colby's here. Dylan's not here yet. Dylan might be here later. We'll see. Who knows? Uh, yeah, thank you for wooing. Uh, Xbox is getting a streaming uh, device later this year, apparently, which is pretty cool. Uh, on the other hand, Xbox did not have a very good weekend. Although, I didn't know. Did you run into any problems this weekend, Cole? No. Yeah, I didn't either. So, people, Xbox did not have a good weekend for people outside of Colby and I. Uh, Sucks and, to suck. Yeah, I guess. Like, if you're not as cool as me. Uh, Xbox is also bringing Fortnite back to the iPhone as a kind of a big middle finger to Apple, I would guess. I don't I don't know. Uh, we're talking about that. Activision Blizzard is getting sued again because, hey, why not <laughs> at this point, right? Um, but you'll be happy to hear they're getting a new quote-unquote VP of culture. I don't... I, 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 as far as I know, all the problems are solved now. Don't don't worry about anything else. Unlike the what's, last... What's the over-under on them lasting either two months or them being a horrible person as well? Well, so... I'm leaning more towards the, the two months thing. They're ex-Disney. Um, not to say that Disney people are all great, but I think they probably would have gotten like... You know, she's not like the last person they hired who was like an ex-CIA <laughs> like person who was like tortured. Torture's pretty cool. So she's a step up, but I don't, I don't I, see it I lasting. get a vote for that person, I think. <laughs> yeah, sweet. That's going to be great. Uh, did you know there's a video game Hall of Fame call? I did not. I did I not am. either. Apparently they've been inducting people. Are you eating Smarties? Yes. Oh. I guess, so Brooke said, where do you buy Smarties? Did you just go to the store and buy a big old bag of Smarties, or is it like old Halloween candy? Old Easter candy. Easter Smarties? I don't know. All right. Yeah, I'm just... I'm happy that I you got some Sixlets, too, Cliff. Are you going to... Um, Brooke loves Sixlets. She would be very jealous. Sometimes I just buy her a big old bag of Sixlets. Makes her very happy. She says the orange ones taste different. I think she's on meth. These are Easter Sixlets. So These are no Easter sixlets, like so there are no orange ones. So I guess the point the point is moot. Uh, Video Game Hall of Fame. Apparently been around since 2015, I guess. Never heard of it. So we're going to talk about this year's uh, games that are being inducted, um, along with Dolly Parton and Eminem, I believe, just because. Uh, who is going to come watch Summer Games Fest in IMAX with me, Cole? Do you want to you no. go to IMAX and watch... No. Uh, no. All right. Brooke didn't want to either. I'm going <laughs> to have to go by myself. Uh, video games devs are signing an anti-NFT pledge to keep them out of video games, which seems like a great thing. Um, unfortunately, they are coming to Instagram and Facebook, which seems like a bad thing. So maybe those two things even out to zero. Uh, and FIFA is finally getting crossplay, and apparently it won't be called FIFA next year. So that'll be <laughs> fun to remember. It's only been called <laughs> FIFA for like... What What will it be called? You know, I, don't, I didn't actually write it down, so I'm going to have to look it up. But it's called like... EA, EA, EA something soccer. FC. It's in the game. It's like EF Soccer FC. Uh, FC stands for football club. 
Yeah. I, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just saying that's Did what the it's... MLS name this. <laughs> Probably. Uh, FIFA will be called as of 2023. Oh, I enjoyed that. This is we just like. Can we skip this when we get to news? Nope, we cannot. I mean, I know I read it somewhere. Let's see, FC. EA Sports FC. <laughs> it's in the game, Cole. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I guess probably people who play FIFA probably know what FC stands for. Um, yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, as you recall, like EA wanted, I think, a half a billion dollars to keep the naming rights for that or something obscene. So I don't, I don't know. We'll talk about that more in a minute. Uh, that's news. That's that's all we're going to talk about, actually. So we'll we'll then talk some questions. We got questions from Vinny. Two questions from Vinny. Actually, he was very generous this week. We had a question from Mansox Prime fan and Monotone Screaming. Mansox's question is: I almost feel bad that you weren't here for Mansox's question last week. Call um, sitting down. Thank you. Um, this one is far less gross uh we got some cheap free games from epic game pass and humble and then a game that uh, the developer is just encouraging you to pirate which is a little bit different that's like a free game um it just takes a little more work i guess i i don't know anyway we're gonna start off talking about what we have been playing colby you've been turning bugs into snacks bug snacks yeah, I've been playing Bug Snacks. Um, it's really good. It's really fun. Um, can, it's really cute. Can you tell me what that game is? Like, what's what's the why? So, what you, is it, and why should I play it? You are a reporter who. What? I was not expecting that. <laughs> Please continue. You're a, you're a reporter who's going to this island, and you crash land, and you find out like the the person like the the main like scientist is gone. And you run into, I think, Flippo, who is the mayor. Sure, um, makes sense. And basically, Flippo wants to rebuild uh, Snacksburg, I believe is what it's called. <laughs> all um, right. And all the other, um, I can't remember what they're called, like Wapples or something, who are the, the people, Yeah. Um, have gone out into other areas. And so you like agree to help him like, bring them back so that you can maybe find the scientist. But there's all these food bugs um, on the island, and if you capture them and feed them to the wapples or whatever, um, their arms or their legs or their nose or their teeth or whatever will turn into that bug. All right. Um, and so you're kind of trying to solve the mystery of the bug snacks and why it turns certain people in, or, you know, like why it turns people into snacks, but yeah. also find the person. And uh, it's pretty great. Um, like, no enemies, you can't die. Um, reminds me vaguely of like uh, Journey to the Savage Planet kind of thing. Hmm. Um, you've got to figure out different ways. Like, there's, you know, you have like six tools. That you can use to catch bugs um and like you have to do it in a certain way or you know do a certain thing so that you can catch the bugs sure um and it's it's actually like a really good time i'm, Interesting. I'm very much enjoying that's it. pretty short too i should definitely play that you should hmm. it's only about eight hours long that that's kind of my jam so yeah yeah huh all right well i i'll i, I maybe once i'm done playing the game I'm playing, I'll, maybe I'll give Bugsnax a try. You should. 
Uh, <clears throat> let's see. This week I finished Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. Um, we've talked about that quite a bit. It's it's good. It's real short. It's only like, I don't know, four hours long, Cole? Three hours yeah, long, maybe? If that. It's, uh, it's one of those games that really knew... Well, I don't know if it really knew, but... It's a it's a game that uh, gets in and like gets out before, like the like conceit of it gets annoying. Because um, I could see exactly like, if that game was twelve hours long, that game would be awful. Like I would not want to play that game for twelve hours, but I absolutely wanted to play it for three. Um, about the only thing I really think is weird about it is the third boss. Um, there's four total. The third boss is shockingly harder than any is that other the girl? boss. Yeah, the girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. really hard. Um, mm-hmm. it, the game has accessibility options, luckily. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't have to turn on God mode, but I did. You can, like, bump up your damage. Help. Yeah, like, how much damage you do or how much damage is done to you. I and wasn't quite sure, but I, I went from one to three, and I was able to beat her, but just barely. <laughs> um, she was really difficult. Um, and so... You know, I, mostly I just thought it was really weird because like the the end boss super easy breezed right through him, barely touched me. Um, the other two bosses super easy breezed right through him, barely touched me, and she was just really really hard. She <laughs> um, really was. Yeah, um, fun game, really funny. Um, about about the point where you get to that third boss, you realize kind of the I don't want to say the joke of the game, but the like kind of the the subplot of the game, I guess maybe. Um, and it's, it, it's very clever. Um, so give, give it a shot. I mean, it's like I said, it's a couple hours long. You don't have much to lose. Um, and it's on game pass. So you can do it for free. Um, and then I tried like 15 different games to see if I would like any of them. Um, uh, that, that might be hyperbole, but man, I went through a bunch of games to see if I, I wanted to play any of them, and it, I don't. I don't want to say any of these games are bad. I think I was just absolutely not in the mood to play any of them. Um, I tried Citizen Sleeper. I do not think I'm actually ever in the mood for that. I don't think it's like a very like. Um, there's like no like. There's no game there it's like uh like it's all text whoa it's all text-based you do a lot of like reading and then picking things you don't really move at all you just like kind of go to new locations and read other stuff um it's probably a great game it's actually gotten really good reviews but it was just not what i wanted to do right then or maybe ever like it's got a lot of very complicated interface things too that just seemed like a lot um i tried trek to yomi that game is probably fine, but again, really not what I wanted to play. I might, I might come back to that one. Um, did I play Unsold? It seems like I might have tried Unsold a little bit too. No, I did not try that. Um, and so, anyways, I, I finally kind of landed on uh, Lost in Random, which I'm, I don't know, like two hours into, three hours into, and I'm still not sure I, I'm into it. Um, it's uh it's one of those games. So do you remember do you remember Fe the game? Fe? Yeah, yeah. Um it's made by the same developers um as part of that same like EA gives us money and then leaves us alone program. Um which explained to me like I was like, this is a like a developer I've never heard of that made a very involved like 
3D game with like full voice work. I'm like, how? Who are these people? And the answer is, they took a bunch of money from EA and made a, a game. Um, a lot of a lot of narrative. Um, you play. It, it's in a world where, um, essentially, every, everything is 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 left to chance. So when you turn 12, the I'm going to say evil queen because she seems evil. Um, comes down and rolls her her dice and whichever number it rolls on is essentially like the cast you live in so if you if if it rolls a one you're living in the slums and it's crappy but if you roll a six you live in the high kingdom with the queen so everything is based on randomness um and all the levels are based of course on you know like you start out in level one which is where your family lives um, it's really it's really lousy there, and then you get to level two, and it's like a little bit nicer, um, but weird. Like everything comes in twos, and like they're building a another city in the sky to reflect <laughs> the one on the ground. Like it's interesting, and then and then combat is you have a a, a dice like a, an anthropomorphic dice that follows you around, um, and then you collect cards, and then he like eats them. Um, and then you shoot like these crystals that grow off the bad guys with a slingshot. And if you collect enough of those, that like lets you access the cards inside your anthropomorphic dice. And those cards give you powers. So like one of them could be a bomb that bounces around and blows stuff up. One could give you a sword so you can hit things with a sword. And it's like interesting, but I don't know if it's good interesting i don't know if it's interesting interesting like it's it's different it's definitely different but i can't decide if i like it so i'm gonna play it for another couple hours and see kind of how i feel about it it's way longer than i want it to be it's like a 15 or 17 hour game um and i do not feel like it's gonna be 15 or 17 hours worth of interesting but yeah it's where we landed so we'll see we'll see how it is It, it looks great it looks really fun um like the writing's interesting, but I just not I'm just not sure it's for me. So we'll see. I'll report back next week and, and we'll go from there. So uh let's talk about Patreon. Uh these are the f- wonderful, wonderful people that fund this podcast and make it so we can do uh fun and cool things like have a website. Um you talk to each other via the internet and record our podcast at the same time. I can see Colby right now, it's terrible. Um his beard's longer than you'd think. It's it's very poofy right now. Um, he's growing it out for summer, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. No shave November. No shave. You're not gonna shave until next November. Yeah, probably longer. When was the last time you didn't have? When was the last time you sh- you shaved clean? Uh, decades. Yeah, it's been a long time, right? Yeah, I vaguely remember the last time you did. I haven't done it since. It's been twenty years, and I can't go back. I don't have a chin. It's terrible. Um. I'm lazy. I don't like shaving. Same. God, same. All right. Uh, Patreon. Thank you to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous, and Rich Deacon. Those are our $10 producer-level patrons who uh, 
give us $10 a month. That's why we call them $10 producer level patrons. Uh, they're great. And like I said, they keep this ship running. Uh, we also have a bunch of other patrons that uh, pays a little bit less, but we do not think any less of them. They are also fantastic. And uh, we appreciate all of them. If you would like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast and uh, just flip us a credit card. And that's how things work. So it's how things get done here on the internet. Anyway, thank you to our patrons. Uh, Cole, do you want to help us get into the next place? Extra life. I need to move extra life in our show notes, but it, it's a thing. Um, we're very excited about it. We're going to start planning it very soon. I don't know exactly what we're doing, but uh, hopefully we'll figure it out a little earlier this year. Go to bitemepodcast.com slash extra life to join or support our team. Next. News. Thank you for being pedantic. Uh, Xbox streaming device. Say what, Cole? It's my best quality. It is really your best quality. Uh, It is reported that Xbox, we've talked about this a little bit. Um, It was kind of a rumor next year. Uh, But uh, reports are coming out that it's going to be in the next 12 months, you'll be able to get a streaming device that will allow you to stream xCloud games directly to kind of a Roku, Amazon Fire TV kind of device and I keep thinking about this uh, and I'm, I'm like oddly excited about it for someone who owns three Xboxes and only owns three TVs like I don't need a streaming dongle for for any of my TVs but kind of want one is that weird a little bit huh I don't have it like I was like a plug one in my computer I'm like why would I do that when I have a computer plugged in my computer as well but anyway Interesting, uh, interesting idea that I think a lot of people are going to get into. Like this to me is like the absolute, like the the if you own a PlayStation Five, like probably the best thing you could do is grab one of these and then subscribe to XCloud. Um, you know, fifteen bucks into five hundred is a lot of months. Do you have any like what what is that math out to? I said we were going to maybe do some math. So, so that's thirty. Like- 27 yeah 33 months worth of uh, wow, i just threw out a number and i was you were real close. close real close so you know it's it's three years of xcloud subscription um before you'd even you know hit the price of a of an xbox so you could be playing games for three years and, and still kind of you know do that but also not have to come out of pocket 500 um you can only stream games you can only play games on xcloud but presuming that these things are Let's say, what do you think something like that costs? Call thirty bucks, maybe fifty. When you look at the price of like a, like an Amazon Fire Probably. Stick, yeah, fifty maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the Amazon Fire Sticks like they they used to be like thirty, and then they just released a new super fancy HD one, and I think it's fifty. So like I, I would say that that's a, a reasonable price, thirty to fifty. That's not bad. That's a really low barrier to entry to be able to play these games and. I don't know, maybe maybe people aren't in the, as into this as I am, but I've really, I've really dug streaming things. And I was reading a thing the other day that they said that I think 10 million people have used xCloud. So, you know, what used is is kind of, uh, that could mean that they loaded up and said, huh, xCloud, and then backed out. Or it could mean they've played, you know, a bunch of hours. I mean, I've probably played, I don't know. 30 or 40 hours worth of games now streamed. Maybe not Maybe not that many. 20 or 30 hours of game streamed, and, and the experience is great. Um, 
about the only thing I will say does not work very well is actually um, Lost in Random is actually one of the games that does not stream very well. Um, and I'm trying to think of, there was another game that I played recently that you told me to play. And we were talking about how the, the uh, you like had to dial the sensitivity way down on it. Do you remember what game that was? Uh, yeah, it was... No, I don't remember what it was either, but like, it seems like games where you have to like hold a button down to get a, like, like a game where you shoot arrows, for instance, where you like hold a trigger to pull back a bow and then you aim with your other joystick don't work super well on, on, uh, xCloud. And I don't know why, um, but lost and random has a slingshot you use that way. So you hold a button to pull it back and then you aim with your, your, uh, right stick and, uh, for some reason, the the stick is really jumpy. It's really hard to actually hit targets with it. So, but that's about the only thing I've really found that didn't work very well. And it's never like the fidelity is not as good as playing it installed. Um, like I, I was looking for um, a picture for my desktop background, um, and so usually when I do that, I just go look at screenshots I've taken recently. I was like, oh, the Artful Escape. Those game, that game was so pretty, and then I pulled up my screenshots for it. I'm like, oh. Well, these look crappy because it was taken off of a, a stream. So they're just not that super sharp, super crisp. But, I mean, it wasn't bad enough that I didn't use it for a month before I got bored of it. Um, but I think I think streaming really, for folks that live in a place where the internet is good, I think that there is, there's definitely something there. Um, it's just a, a super cheap way to get into the Xbox. And I think that that's, I think that's what Xbox is thinking too, man. If they could get, I mean, from their standpoint, think about it. If they could get another million people, two million people to pay them 15 bucks a month um, just to stream games. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Uh, Xbox Network had kind of a rough weekend this this weekend, apparently. Um, folks were unable to buy games. They were not able to start digital games. Like folks that had Xbox Series Xs, uh, or I'm sorry, Series Ss, couldn't start games because of like digital DRM. Um, but I didn't experience that at all. Did you yeah, call? I, I, I didn't mean, have any problems. I didn't play a ton this weekend, but I, I mean, mean we I both played, played Saturday both. and Sunday. Um, yeah. did not, did not run into anything. Apparently they have put out a fix and are putting out additional fixes. Um, to do it and I don't know people are making kind of a big deal about it you know it's down it was down I guess for apparently like 36 hours um the world is ending yeah it seems like a, a real first world problem to me like oh no I can't play my video games <laughs> like I get it I have a limited amount of time I can play video games if I could not play video games all weekend it would be kind of a bummer because that's when I have time to do it for the most part but at the same time like you could go outside Microsoft or something. Microsoft yeah. just respond with touch grass. Right? Yeah, like exactly, you know. Go outside. Go go to breakfast. Go read a book or watch a movie or something. It's not. I went bird watching. How, what, did you see any cool birds? Uh, I saw a ton of barn swallows. I saw a great egret. Great egrets um, are the greatest birds in the entire world. Yeah, I saw quite a few cool birds. And then I went to Arby's for lunch. Bam. Did you get a, a big roast beef? No, I got the uh, roasted turkey sliders. No, was that were, were those good? Yeah, they're decent and they're yeah. cheap, and you know, yeah. I got fries and a shake for lunch because I'm a great dad. Sounds awesome. Sounds great. Yeah. I uh, I did not go bird watching. I went to I went to Disney World three out of the four days between Thursday and Sunday. So I mostly saw a bunch of 
bunch of Mickey Mouse. It's hot here too. Um, anyway, that I don't. How, that's what you could do instead. You could go to Disney World instead of playing video games. I just don't. I don't know if it's the big it would deal. Probably be easier to do bird watching than say go to Disney World. Well, it depends. Yeah, you prob- probably there's birds everywhere. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. There's not Disney Worlds everywhere. No. There should be. That'd be great. Like, the closest one to me is, like, I don't know, 2,300 miles away or so. Hmm. Good driving. Anyway, I, it's a bummer. It is. It really is. Like, don't, I don't mean to make light of it, but... Uh, I do. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like... I don't know. I remember when PlayStation was down for, like, two weeks, and I was like, oh, okay. They're like, you want a free game? And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Did you ever play that free game? I did. It was Dead Nation. It was great. I got um, what's someone that's like set in Seattle, and you're like a dude with like arms that like like you shoot. Well, yeah. I don't remember what the name it's, of it is. It's not prototype. It's the. It does start with like one. a P, though. It seems like I remember getting that game, thinking like, "Oh my gosh, this will be so cool," and then never playing it because it was on my PlayStation. Yeah. So, um, and like I said, it 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 is it does suck, and and but people are making this into a big like don't buy digital games because like you won't be able to play them, and like we're gonna talk about that more later um, because Vinny's question is about that, but I don't know, it's it whatever we'll, we'll talk about that more later uh xbox is also helping fortnite sneak its way back onto iphone so as you recall um the the folks over at fortnite and tim sweeney uh sued apple to uh get a share of their sweet sweet uh they didn't want to have to pay 30 percent essentially to apple in order to uh, have microtransactions on uh, the phone and they they ultimately lost as i recall um but one some concessions, but Apple kind of said, like, fine, then you don't get to be on our phone anymore, um, which I think is actually losing worse. Um, but because of xCloud, uh, you can now play Fortnite on xCloud on your iPhone. So you, you are streaming it. But I think the interesting part about this is you do not have to be an xCloud subscriber. You do not have to have uh, Game Pass in order to do it. It's a free game, so you can just play it for free on your X phone. It really seems like a big like middle finger from Microsoft to Apple. Um, I, I don't know. What do you think, Cole? Do you think it's it's malicious, or do you think it's just happenstance? I would assume it's just happenstance. <laughs> it's more fun when we think it's malicious, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you can play it with a controller. You can play it with touch controls. I... I don't know. I have you ever played Fortnite on your phone? No. It does not seem like the experience would be good. Dude, I'm I'm 40, Cliff. Of course <laughs> I haven't. You have real gaming machines if you want to play Fortnite. Yeah. I I've never done it. Maybe it works great. It seems seems real weird, but it does kind of seem like a like a, a young person's game when you're playing a a survival or a battle royale. I played phone. Fortnite, Fortnite for probably less than two hours total. Well, uh, yeah, that's about about the same. Although I've been I've been hearing a lot about Apex lately. That Apex is really good. I've been kind of thinking about maybe giving sure that a go. Is. Like people. Anyway, uh, Activision. Call. Guess what they're getting. Guess what is happening to Activision again? Getting sued. How, how many lawsuits is this now? Thirty-seven. I've mentioned this before, but there's a Simpsons where uh, when Bart takes like essentially Ritalin mm-hmm, and Homer yeah. says like he helped me, uh, you know, take all of my lawsuits and put them into one class action. That'll save me a lot of time. <laughs> and, 
yeah, yeah, this is this is just how it is now. Um, so Activision Blizzard is now being sued by the city of New York. Um, yeah, because the city of New York is an invet has. I mean. So first of all, I just want to like let's Hey, guess how your pensions work, people. Yeah, this is this is this is this is two stories. One is how stupid it is that the New York City Employment and Retirement and Pension Fund Oh, oh, oh. oh. It's not just New York, Cliff. Oh no, no, absolutely not. Yeah, it's it's all of <laughs> let's them. Let's not let's not slander the great state of New York. It's all of them. It's, it's I mean, that's how your 401k works, too. <sighs> So my 401k the other day, um, because I am with Fidelity, I now have the option of putting some of my uh, 401k into Bitcoin. Ooh, do it. I hear Bitcoin's <laughs> doing incredibly well. I was just like, how how can I trust a financial institution that is like, dude, you know where you should invest? Bitcoin. Like, I'm like, can I have my money back? Can I just put it in my <laughs> mattress? Because it seems safer. I Let's just uh, pop over and see how Bitcoin's doing. Oh no! Oh oh no! Oh no! I saw a thing where if you'd invested a hundred dollars in Bitcoin six months ago, it would be worth fifty-five dollars today, and that's true for almost every cryptocurrency on the market, which is not great. Um, you know, I mean, I'm just going to put it out. The last time I looked at Bitcoin, which was not all that long ago, it was worth sixty-five thousand dollars per Bitcoin. It's like thirty-three. It's now today. worth it's now worth thirty-one. Ooh. Um, like. I don't know, like maybe, maybe I wouldn't invest in something that has lost half of its value in less than a year. I, uh, I read an article about investing in Bitcoin and they, they recommended that you don't, that you should only invest in Bitcoin, uh, you should only invest up to 5% of your investment in Bitcoin and only if you can lose 5%. I'm like, that's not an investment. That's, <laughs> that's. <laughs> you should only invest 5% of your income into the slots machines unless you can stand to lose less than 5%. Right? It, it, I mean, it does kind of have that feeling, though. It's like, well, I really like to go to Vegas and gamble every once in a while. I only take $200, and as soon as I'm through that $200, I'm out. So, like, that's that's like that's me except it's twenty dollars <laughs> same <laughs> i remember i went to windover i literally put a 20 in the machine pulled it won 144 dollars and cashed out and was like okay I'm cool done. we're done like, yeah, like I, I usually put 20 dollars in and then slowly lose that over <laughs> like four hours well, that's usually what know. i do but like i'm like well i guess let's go to a buffet now because i'm done gambling <laughs> it's not not my thing not my thing anyway uh, Bitcoin is dumb. Uh, companies investing your pension in Activision Blizzard also does not seem super forward thinking, but I guess it is how it is. So uh, anyway, because of that, I guess New York thinks they can sue them, which I mean, they are. So I, I guess yeah. not only do they think they can, but they actually are. Um, alleging that uh, Bobby Kotick was aware of numerous credible allegations of misconduct by the company's senior executives and did nothing to address them or prevent further offenses. Um, what this leads to, though, is what they call a breach of fiduciary duty, which means that Bobby Kotick himself can be liable in this suit. Um, and because of that, it makes him unfit to negotiate the sale of the company to Microsoft. What they're essentially saying is, is he took a deal selling Activision Blizzard to Microsoft so that no one would notice all the crap they were doing, which allegedly did, seems very likely. 
but did that work out? <laughs> did like, not. Did is not. anyone going like, wow, Blizzard and Activision, they're a great company to work yeah. for. They should be fine. Well, I mean, as we're going to talk about, Colby, they yeah. now have Let's a just look of... at the next news. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, essentially, what they're saying, though, is they think that he hurried through negotiations in order to get to yeah. a point where he could just say, like, look, stuff happened. Um, I think that'll be interesting to, to see how that works out. Um, I believe the state of Florida is also suing them, but I don't like to talk about here. It's stupid. Um, like, real stupid. I guess at least they have pensions, Call That's more than I can say for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have my 401k. It has about a month's worth of salary in it. It'll be fine. I, I don't even have a 401k. <laughs> I'm going to so. work until I die. No problems there. Um, Blizzard hired its first... <laughs> I like how it's its first. Like a lot of companies have ever thought, you know what we really need? A VP of culture. Uh, in an attempt to make the company, quote, more diverse, equitable, and inclusive. Um They want a workplace culture where people at every level can learn, grow, and bring their most creative self to work. So I guess my question, Cole, is before this, what did they want? Not that. They wanted to make sure that people could not learn or grow or bring creative selves to work. I, yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure this is somebody's good idea. Um but if your company was like, dude, we're going to, I mean, maybe your company is not a great example, but like if, if, if they were like, we're trying to, we're going to bring a VP of culture here to really make sure that, you know, all of our hires are, you know, diverse and whatever. Would you just go like, well, why does, why do we need a vice president of this? Couldn't we just say we're going to like hire more diverse people and not treat them like garbage? Like, isn't that the base level of things we do? Do we need a vice president to, to make sure we're doing that call? My company can't even stop people from sleeping with people they're not supposed to, so I don't know. I just, every time I see one of these, I'm like, it doesn't seem like you need a, like, VP-level person to make sure that you're hiring stuff. Like, just put rule. like, all, literally all you need to do is say, you know, every time we hire for someone, make sure you're interviewing this, 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 and this, and... We should hire them, you know. I, I don't know. Yeah, some places do that, and uh, the NFL, and it, it works great, right? Yeah, it just turns out that uh, basically they're like, oh yeah, we uh, we interviewed one black guy who uh, will never get the job. Yeah. So I guess the thing is, I just don't see that a VP of culture is actually any different than that because i mean no no at the end of the day like the reason she's not a C level employee, the reason she's not the chief officer of culture is because she it means then her power is very limited she can't say if we don't hire if we don't meet these guidelines uh -huh. then folks are you know heads are gonna roll she can just kind of like poke at mid-level managers and say like hey shouldn't you hire some women or something like it should be nice to them but not actually set policy that makes it so that she doesn't even if she does she won't be able to enforce it um would be my guess so i don't know this seems like, I am absolutely a believer that that a workplace should be diverse, equitable, and inclusive. Like, absolutely. I think that that is something that every workplace should strive for. Do you think that's going to be solved by hiring a vice president of 
equity of everyone. I do not, because the problem seems like it might just be systemic. I could mm. be wrong. Really? But yeah. It, well, I'm pretty sure this hire is going to be the thing that is going to turn it around. <laughs> hey, look, folks, we fixed racism. So, <laughs> like, yay. I don't know. Like I said, she's ex-Disney, um, which probably means she's maybe not terrible. Um at least in the way, like I said, the, literally the last lady they hired was an ex-CIA person who what, liked didn't torture. Didn't she run the CIA? I don't remember. I just remember her being terrible. I remember her uh-huh. being quoted as saying, like, torture, torture works. And I'm like, why are you working at Blizzard? There seems like there should be some sort of, like, <laughs> black oh, ops outfit you, that would prefer to have you. You don't think that you can make the deadline. Well. <laughs> right? That's how that's how crunch works these days. <laughs> just, just put this wet rag over your face and uh, lean back. I don't know. Anyway, Blizzard remains a hellhole. Um, video game hall of fame call <laughs> apparently is exist. It's, I was going to say it's probably in, in, uh, Ohio because all of them are, but apparently it's actually in New York. Um, it is at the New York's, uh, strong national museum of play. I, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, but they've been inducting folks since 2015. Um, and this year, of The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time has been inducted alongside Mrs. Pac-Man, Dance Dance Revolution, and Sid Meier's Civilizations. Like, four pretty solid picks, I guess. Um, w- would you like to hear Wait, about... Read those again. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of okay. Time, Mrs. Okay. Pac-Man, Dance Dance uh-huh. Revolution, and Sid Meier's Civilization. have all of the other games like before that like is pac-man already in i presume i don't know would you would you there's there's only 32 games in here so it's not like i can't read you the list (laughs) uh let's see so those ones uh grand theft auto 3 the Oregon okay. Trail. I, I would assume, like sometimes, I, I know with like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, you it, they you can't be inducted until like twenty five years after your first album. So my guess is that like yeah. the reason Red Dead Redemption's not in here is because just not enough time has passed. But I don't actually know. When did Dance Dance Revolution come out? A long time ago. Um, like it's been around for a while. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um, Ninety-eight. It appears. Legend of Zelda, um, The Sims, Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Invaders, Mario Brothers, Tetris, Pac-Man, World of Warcraft, Pong, Doom, Halo, the first one, Street Fighter Two, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, um, Donkey Kong, Starcraft, uh, Flight Simulator, Microsoft Flight Simulator, but Minecraft. Like Minecraft is a very new game. Yeah. <laughs> um, Animal Crossing. King's Quest, Centipede, Super Mario Kart, Bejeweled, um, Mortal Kombat, Microsoft Solitaire, which is a pretty solid entry, uh, Tomb Raider, Colossal Cave Adventure, uh, John Madden Football, Space War, which I've never heard of. Um, it actually might be that one that used to play on like an oscilloscope. It looks very old. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, uh, and Pokemon Red and Green. So... I mean, solid, solid list of games. I, I'm not sure. 
I don't exactly understand where Ocarina of Time fits into that list. Like, am I weird in thinking that's kind of a weird poll? No, no. Ocarina of Time was the first, like, 3D one. It's considered sometimes to be one of the best ones. All right. All right. Yeah. I, I do think maybe having Pac-Man and Mrs. Pac-Man when you've only got 32 games in the list might be... It's, it's two different games. I'm not saying it's not two... It's not two different games, they're called. They just put a bow it on is, her. It is, though. <laughs> no, they, it's yeah. completely... I, they didn't even have the same people working on it because it's like a bootleg. It's like the same style of game, though, right? Yeah, yeah. but it's a, like... It's literally... It's not like the people who made Pac-Man oh, yeah, 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 this yeah. is Pac-Man. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, it seems weird to have both of those in when there's only 32 games in this list. But, yeah. again, I had no idea what, that it actually existed, but I guess if you're in New York, you can go visit the World Hollywood Hall of Fame um, at the Strong National Museum of Play, which, again, I've never heard of. But sounds cool. Uh, let's see. Summer Games Fest. Call it you... Don't want to go see it in IMAX with me. No. Uh, I mean, like, one, I I would see it and, like, I don't know, talk to you on the phone, I guess? Yeah, yeah. I just figured we could, like, silently FaceTime. Hmm. No? Yeah, exactly. We could get... Exactly. Colby just made his excited face. Um, you know, I no. I, anyway, Summer Games Fest is, like... E3 doesn't exist anymore, so Jeff Keighley, creator of the Game Awards, created this other summer thing. Um, a lot of stuff's getting announced at it. Um, this is the first year it's, uh, on Thursday, June 9th. You'll actually be able to see it live in select IMAX theaters. And I... Oh, man, it starts at... It's on a Thursday, and it starts at 2 p.m. That might be hard to go see in the theater. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm going to take some time off work. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not taking time off work. To... Uh, there is a part of me that would very much like to see it in a theater. That sounds like it could be, I don't know, like kind of nerdy fun, you know? I don't know. The actual Game Awards are also apparently going to be in IMAX, so those happen after work. Um in December, so maybe I'll, I don't know, I might, I may go see both. We'll have to see how much tickets are, because I'm not paying much to go see the Game Awards and IMAX, but anyway, coming out June uh, 9th, if you want to kind of get that E3 feel, um, that's probably your best bet. And in, uh, I'm sorry, Xbox and Bethesda are also doing a 90-minute presentation, I believe, the same day, so that's that's kind of what E3 is this year. You get to watch Game Fest, and then you get to watch the, the Microsoft presentation, so no one else really yet has said anything about doing anything else. Uh, let's see, Call earlier we decided that uh, the blockchain's dumb, right? Yes. Yeah, so that would also mean that NFTs are also dumb, right? How are they doing? Whew. You know, it's, it's actually kind of funny because, like, obviously NFTs are tanking right now, like, right as Instagram and Facebook get into it. So one of two things will happen. Either they will continue to tank um, or, like, that mess will, like, spin them back up into something. Um, did you hear the other day about, so, uh, Bored Ape, is that the name of the, the NFT thing? What? Yeah, Bored Ape Yacht so. Club or something? They were spinning up a bunch of NFTs, and because of that, um, I guess there's, like, a price associated with, like, minting things on the NFT blockchain, and so there were people, like, trying to buy blockchain domains, I guess that we're spending like three or four thousand dollars because of minting fees, because of all the minting that was going on. And I read an article on it and I got dumber. I like literally learned nothing and forgot a few things. It was 
It was not great. Uh, anyway, the new NFT digital ownership pledge coming out of Climate Replay is that uh, says that a bunch of studios are discussing the possibility of NFTs or digital ownership. Um, it's not a matter of if, but when. And uh, it's a bunch of individuals and studios that have uh, signed up to say, like, no, this is really stupid. No one huge so far, but definitely uh, companies you've heard of. So Landfall, uh, who made uh, Totally Awesome, or Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. They also made um, oh, Cluster Truck, I believe, have signed on. Um, Co-op, the folks that made the Lorecraft Go series, uh, and, and a handful of other studios that uh, are a little bit smaller have signed on to this. And like, I hate, I hate the idea that NFTs are coming to video games more than almost anything else. Like, like ads, you know, you want to put like a Coke banner in the back of my thing, like fine, whatever. Like no one's cutting down parts of the rainforest in order to, uh, like no one's like, dude, you know, we found this old abandoned, uh, elect. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. You're right. Except for Coke themselves. Colby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Let me, let me, let me give you a better analogy. No one is looking at old abandoned coal driven factories in like, you know, West Virginia going like, can power this thing up and uh, use it to run computers to mint NFTs from. See that? That's there we go. I mean, on the other hand, <sighs> NFT probably aren't training death squads to kill leftists. Do you, you know, know that, like... Colby? Do you honestly know that it could be happening? I don't. I don't. <laughs> Coke is also bad, but it's so so delicious. Mm. Anyway, uh, so so isn't um, the reason that Square? Enix sold off a <laughs> bunch of their things so they could focus on NFTs. It is, and and the cloud. Cole, remember how they were they were going to uh, focus on the cloud? I don't know what that means. You don't know what that means. Um, I honestly think Square Enix sold off a bunch of their stuff because Square Enix may be financially in a way, way, way worse place than they are willing to admit they are. Three hundred fifty million dollars is not I much. I think it is because a Japanese studio has no idea what to do with Western games and they want to focus on what they know. Yeah, which I mean at this point is just what, Final Fantasy XIV? Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, yeah. Kingdom Hearts IV, Final Fantasy XIV, and uh, Final Fantasy XVI apparently is on its way as well. So Uh, FIFA... Um, or whatever soccer game we start calling next year is going to start getting crossplay, which is really cool. Um, I'm a I'm a big proponent of crossplay, and it really seems to me that sports games probably should have been the first games that got crossplay support because uh, makes sense. Yeah, it just makes a lot of sense. You and all your friends want to play Madden together? Well, maybe not. Uh, but FIFA is going to start testing it uh, right now. Uh, as of right now, I believe we're in the next like couple of weeks. Um, currently it's, it's limited to, uh, current gen hardware, but, uh, I think this is great. I'm a big fan of crossplay, Um, and I think that FIFA is a great place to do it. It's hugely popular. Um, and I just like, I, I don't know. Anytime you can play with your friends on any system is great. Um, and like we said, uh, we, we kind of buried the, the lead on it, but yeah, FIFA is going to be called EA Sports FC, um, as of FIFA 23. Um, I, I I don't I don't know. How, I guess the question is how do they they can't do the World Cup anymore then if they don't have the FIFA license? Well, I, if they don't have the they, FIFA how, license, how do they, they can't get do a lot of teams. things? I, yeah, like it's gonna be uh, what was the NFL Blitz? But yeah, I don't understand how this is gonna work. 
Huh. So who do you think will get the FIFA license then? Whatchamacallit? Uh, who is it that publishes um, Rockstar Games? Because um, they have... Take-Two? Yeah, Take-Two. Because they have sports series. They're the only other company I can think of that really has big sports series. I don't know. I Like, if without the FIFA license, like, everything is under FIFA. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's also one of the best-selling games... Of the year, every single year, I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. It would be very. I do. You, what do you think the odds are of, of like either Microsoft or PlayStation jumping in and grabbing that license? Um, I mean, I don't. Could Sony afford it? Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm not. You know, I said a half billion dollars, but I think that was over a, a huge number of years. Um, maybe. Um, they have the MLB license, so I mean, do they? Yes, yeah, I, I think so. So I'm gonna go play MLB the Show on my Xbox right now, or maybe my Switch. Well, but I mean, it's published by Sony. It's so, published yeah. by them. But I mean, <laughs> they had to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. I don't know. I, I would be very interested to see if I don't. I, I I wouldn't see any of them doing that as like a. Uh, I don't think FIFA would do a a non like, you know, it's released on everything. Yeah. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't know. Cuz like I said, it is one of the best-selling games every single Globally. year. Globally. Yeah, correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I uh I don't know. It's it's a really weird it's a weird thing for me. It's well, I mean I would say as like uh, people that follow soccer, um, Colby and I. Hey, that's yeah. Me. Like FIFA is a weird, like governing body. Like <laughs> if you think that Activision and uh, uh, Blizzard are corrupt and bad, yeah, it's, wait until you find out about FIFA. Like the only like organization that might be like more corrupt than FIFA is maybe the Olympic Committee, and that's a hmm, Ooh, it's a tight race. A... They they wanted one billion. For every every World Cup cycle, that's a lot of that's a lot of money. Every four years, that's a lot of money. So it's two hundred and fifty million a year. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's it's very weird. I don't know who gets this or how. So according to this, know, EA will lose Soccer FC or whatever it's called. EA loses the rights to the FIFA name, but they've individually signed up nineteen thousand athletes 700 teams 100 stadiums and over 30 leagues so they'll still have the real names of players and uh stadiums and all that stuff so there won't be world cup content but everything else stays the same i guess i don't know the whole thing's weird and we've probably talked about it too much because Probably most people care about soccer less than we do, but super weird to me. Super, super weird. Anyway, uh, do you want to make a Vinny voice? <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, what up, guys? Here's my question. Sounds just like him. Uh, Vinny has two questions. First off, what are your thoughts on digital ownership of games? Of course, I think many people purchase their games digitally now for convenience alone. However, you've made... Woo! 
Yeah. As you may have seen this past weekend, the Xbox Live servers were having severe issues, including not even allowing digitally owned single player games to be playable. Do you think as consumers we have the right to push back and try to get some better totally offline services in terms of digital ownership? And even if we did, do you think large companies in gaming like Microsoft and Sony would grant us more flexibility in terms of <laughs> no. digital ownership? Um, so I think the first thing they were talking about there is the concept of digital ownership. And I'm... You don't own yeah, it, first yeah, of all. Yeah, you are a... You, you license... Digital license That game from Sony. So you actually do not own it. You own the license to use it. Um, and that's actually true about a, a lot of things. Like, your copy of Windows, you don't own it. <laughs> you have a digital license to use it. Um, so, like, it's, it's not... It's not uncommon. It's not good. Like, it's not good at all. Um, but, you know, it kind of is what it is. But that's also why they can do things like just shut down stores and say, sorry. Um, I believe that it behooves a company to make the licensing as easy to use as possible. So... Do do I think we have to do anything? No. It looks like Microsoft is already putting in things in place that allow you to um, play games offline. And, and really all they need to do is it just needs to be done like, um, like Spotify does. Like Spotify, you can download songs to your phone for up to 30 days and... Um, you can have your phone offline the entire time and still play those songs. But after 30 days, you need to get back online, verify that it is actually you in order to extend your 30-day license. And it doesn't seem to me like there's any reason that they can't do that for single-player games. And if Xbox sees a digital-only future as the way, then to me, that's, that's what they need to do. Um, I think beyond that... There probably needs to be discussions. Like, like honestly, digital ownership is fine for me. Like, I, I don't know. I, when was the last time you bought a physical game? Call like I, I bought Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven a while back. Did you only pay ten bucks for it? I paid like seventeen. I want to say it's not bad. That, that's 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 okay. It's been sitting on top of my Xbox for I don't know like three four months. Yeah, now. I'm holding out that that's coming to Game Pass. I'm just gonna wait it out. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> Much. I, I will. I will. You know, a little peek into the Colbyverse is that uh, it is not it. The percentage of times that I own a DVD or a Blu-ray and it is on a shelf which is within fifteen feet of me, and I have paid two ninety nine to rent said movie on like Amazon so that I could watch it rather than find it on the shelf. Yeah. It, like I said, it's not zero percent. Yeah, no, I have absolutely bought the digital copy of things I already own just because it's more convenient. So like Cyberpunk, I bought it and I'm like, oh, play it. And then I saw like a rumor it's coming to Xbox. I'm like, eh, yeah, I, I have purchased games digitally just so I didn't have to deal with discs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. It's, you know, it's a thing. I have considered buying Red Dead Redemption too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, no, I have that digitally. Never mind. Yeah. There's, there's some game that I play quite often that I'm like, Probably just be easier than having to find the yeah, disc. Yeah, it's. It in. I think the thing is, is I'm not only lazy, 
but I'm also disorganized. So I'm also the kind of guy who like, like opens up the case and I'm like, well, that's not the game. So I take that game out and then I look to that case and then I open up and I'm like, that's not the game. I put the original game away, take that game out, you know, and I'm like nine cases deep before I actually find the game I'm playing. And the game I'm playing is probably already in my Xbox. So I don't know. Over like the last six months, my kid has wanted like, I don't know, every single Mario game that's ever been released on the sure. Switch. And I haven't bought all of them, but I've bought some of them. And like the first two were like the cartridges because I could get those super cheap. Um, and then I realized that she doesn't want to play like I want to play Super Mario uh, Party Superstars. I'm like, okay. And she's like, I want to play Super Mario Party 9 now. I'm like, you do realize that Superstars is newer and better. You should just play that. She's like, well, I want to play 9. So I have to go and get the thing and pull out a thing and do it. And I'm like... Oh no, we're just buying digital from now on. So, like, if you want to do it, I'm like, fine, do yeah, it. Right? Like, yeah, it's uh, it, it's terrible, and it does not say good things about me in any way. Uh, but I am actually just that lazy. Um, but at the same time, too, like, I mean, I have a a limited amount of space um, to keep things um and you know if i if i bought every digital game i played i would not have room for all those games and and as much as i think it's fun and as much as i respect people who are like oh i just love having a game shelf where i can like look up at all the games i've ever purchased um i am not that person i have like yeah. literally zero nostalgia for the games i have purchased um it, it means very, very little to me. And in fact, I often sell games when I'm done with them. I, you know, rarely keep games past the current generation. The fact that I still own an Xbox 360 and a PS3 speaks way more to my laziness than it does mm -hmm. my want to have a PS3 or an Xbox 360 hooked up. Like every once in a while I get this bug where I'm like, oh man, it would be cool to have like a room where I have all these, you know, like Hans. Hans has this dope retro room full of all these cool retro consoles and I think it's so cool. But also I don't have a giant basement to fill up full of stuff. I have like a, you know, I don't have a small house, but it's, it's like a big open floor plan. There's nowhere for me to put a, you know, nine by nine thing of, of, you know, old consoles. And plus my wife would hate it. She would murder me. There's too many wires. There's too much, you know, whatever, like there's an aesthetic to it. So I, it's just not something I'm ever going to do. And I don't, I don't really want to, um, every time I go to play an old game, I go like, Oh, this is fun for about two minutes. And then I go like, maybe I should play something that's new and good. Um, like I would way rather play a modern pixel game than an old pixel game. <laughs> like, yeah, I want something with auto saves and, you know, yeah. uh, wireless controllers. So I, you know, whatever. What I will say is, is I think that the archiving of games is exceptionally important. I, I do think yeah. that we need to figure out a way. Like I would, I would, if, if, if my choice was offline single player mode for video games um, for the, you know, 36 hours a year where they're down or, Microsoft makes it a thing where every single video game that gets released on their system automatically goes to archive.org to be archived. And maybe they can't do anything with it for 10 years, but they have all the code and they can do everything they need to for 10 years forward to say, yes, this exists and I have a copy of it. I would choose the video games getting archived every day over 
me having to not be able to play video games for 36 hours. Um, to yeah. me, the archiving is way more important. Way, way, way more important. So, my thoughts. Do you have anything else on that, Cole, before we move on? <sighs> no. No. I'm lazy. Perfect. Me too. Uh, second question. If you were to become a professional wrestler, <laughs> what is your persona, Cole? Are you a good guy, a bad guy, etc.? What was Earthquake? He was a bad, bad guy. Bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, wearing that blue leotard. And I killing Jake the Snake, Robert's Snake. It's a tough choice because, like the 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 bad guys in in here he is, Captain Apathy. <laughs> the bad guys in wrestling are so amazingly over the top. Um, that I kind of like him more than the good guys. And so many of the good guys are like, like comically good. I, I think that maybe that's the thing about the WWE or WWF is maybe more what I'm more familiar with, but like, yeah, I don't, I haven't watched wrestling since like the early nineties. So I'm like, I don't know. It's hacksaw Jim Duggan, a good guy right? or a bad guy. You I'm, know what I mean though? Like but, were the Bushwhack brothers good or bad or were they just kind of like, I you think, know, neither good I, nor bad. I think bad. that they are chaotic know. neutral call. <laughs> chaotic neutral. Um, but I, I kind of like the idea of the bad guys just being so like the worst of comic book villains that I think I would have to choose bad guy. Um, but I would like to, to, to give you the option call of choosing bad guy and letting me be your, um, Oh, my hype man. Your guy? Hype. Well, do you remember like, how the undertaker had? Yeah. He had, uh, Paul. Yeah. Bearer. Like I could be your yeah. Paul bearer and you could be uh -huh. the undertaker. Like not, not those exact things, but like I would be your, your guy because all you do is talk in like grunts and moans, but you need someone to <laughs> like, like be the, the verbal side of you. And I, I would say we could have a good time with that. I think that could be real good. I'm going to also point out that like, I don't know, all wrestlers are literal like giants. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm almost six one. Like, I, I weigh as much as they do, but it's not muscle like them. And they've got like four inches yeah, on me. Yeah, same. I would I would look pretty much like Earthquake in that leotard. <laughs> and I and I'm like about as flexible as Andre the Giant in his later years. <laughs> you require a sling in order to pick up a uh, 110 pound princess. Yeah, yeah, no, same. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've, my body is already a mess and I did not spend the last 20 years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My, my body feels like Mick Foley. And it's not because I've jumped off of ladders. Nope. Um, WWE has announced by the way that they're going to bring out a role playing game and I've Ooh. never been interested in playing a WWE game before. Is, is it the like pixel art one? Cause I saw that there's like actually like a, is that the one? Is it No, official? that one actually already exists, and that's like an indie game, and it also looks pretty good. Um, this is uh -huh. an upcoming WWE oh. role-playing game, and I am, like, I don't know anything about it besides WWE RPG, and I am kind of interested in that. I, I would be lying if I, <laughs> if I said anything different. No, that Pixel game, though, I do not remember what that's called, and it looks looks quite good. Uh, yeah. Mansox's question this week is, what is your favorite video game to feature a cat? I don't know. <laughs> um. <laughs> I've been trying really hard to think of a video game that even does feature a cat. Um, I mean... 
So I just looked up cats, like, in video yeah. games. And I'm going to go with um, the catfish from Castle Crashers. Castle Crashers. Oh, I'm just going to choose Cat Quest. Oh, that's probably a good one, Cat too. Quest is, like, like, no joke. Like, if you've not played... I've never played the first one. I only played the second one. Cat's Quest 2 is the only video game in like the last five years that I've 100%ed and got all the achievements. Um, my wife and I played through the entire thing, and it is real, real, real good. Um, I would also shout out May from Night in the Woods. Night in the Woods is a game that is about three or four hours too long. Um, yep. But it's really good. Like, I love what that game has to say about, like, poverty and... Um, capitalism and all sorts of stuff. Um, I'm gonna shout out Cattails. It was really woo. Bad. No, no. It, wait. So is Morgana a cat? I mean, I guess like a super I, I, hot I, I saw, cat. I always thought that that was more her fursona. <laughs> more her fursona. <laughs> uh, if she's a cat, I, she's my favorite cat. Is that is that okay? How about Meowth? Meowth's Meowth. pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, there are some good cat games. I should have asked. Uh, let's see, Hans. Hans might be on our Discord. Let me uh, let me see if I can if I can find out what his is. Um, Do you want me to ask the next question? Yes, to yourself. Prime fan says, "How long do you think Halo Infinite will last before it just stops being played?" And I don't know. I did it have like a big drop off or? I I am I am so out of the loop on well okay so the thing I do know about Halo is that um like the first couple of seasonal things are not going well um it's it's you know there're a lot of delayed stuff what I will say is uh, it's doing better than a lot of games it's doing better than that um uh, I don't remember what it's called, that new Square Enix game that had one player per- playing it over the weekend, <laughs> which I love. I don't remember who it was. IGN maybe actually found him. He They, they made an <laughs> announcement that one guy was playing this game on Steam, and and the guy replies like, hey, no no joke, but it was actually me. Um, it turns out he's like a, like a journalist for like an eSports rag, so they interviewed him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's doing better than that game. Um at the end of the day, it's still Halo. Like Halo Five, yeah. like was widely panned and still did fine. So I, I don't, I don't see. Like Microsoft has a lot of money. Um, I don't, I don't see it. As of one, un, as of one month ago, um, the average number of players in game was like six thousand. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be fine. You know, I don't know. it's, I don't. it's. It's Halo. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. I really don't. (laughs) Um, Like, I want to like the Halo games, and every time a new one comes out, I try it, and I get about two hours into it and go like, yep. I put like 20 hours into the Halo game and didn't even beat it. Still Halo. Anyway. uh, It was real fun for like the first six. Right? It's it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Monotone Screaming says, if you could design your own video game protagonist it actually says what would they be like but he forgot the w so i'm gonna say hat would they be like if you could design your own video game protagonist call what hat would they wear uh uh, a top hat and a monocle obviously yeah um i'm also uh, what are the what are the canadian ones call um with the furry ear flaps 
I don't know if you're furry. You're you know what I'm talking about. Like that'd be a oh, yeah, that'd yeah, be yeah, a yeah. good like video game protagonist hat or a or a took, which I mean is just a beanie really, but beanies are solid. Or I'm thinking like a like a pork pie would be would be mm. pretty good hat as well. Yeah. Um. What 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 would your video game protagonist be like? Man, that's hard because I think your protagonist is so. It would be a play something that any player could model themselves yeah. into because that's pretty much what they. So have. I guess I will say the, I, I have not I have not made a video game, but I have written an entire video game, um, and hope to someday actually make a video game. And uh, my protagonist is actually an African American girl from Detroit. So I don't know how you're going to exactly project yourself onto her, Cole, but I wish you the best. I, yeah, I figured you could. Um, I think we have a lot of uh, similarities, you know, her growing up in Detroit, me and <laughs> it's almost the same place. The same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheap free games. Uh, Epic games this week has two. Jotun. Have you played Jotun? I own it off of Epic, and then I bought it on Xbox like three days later. <laughs> and so the answer is you own it twice but have not played it. Okay. Yep. Uh, Rich Deacon, who manages our website, has played it. He beat it, and I believe he said it was good but maybe a little long. I think the bosses might have been a little bit hard, but... It's made by the same people who did uh, uh, Spirit Fair and... Metroidvania game. The awesome Metroid. Yeah. I, can I can't either. Remember. But yeah, I mean, like, the folks who make this do good work. So give it a go. Um, it's free. Why not? Um, and then also you get Prey, um, a game that uh, I played and beat. And um, my overall review of it, I think, just kind of distilled down. I was, I was like, ah, I was wish there was no combat. And I wish you just kind of, like, walked around and figured out stuff more. And this. And I'm like, essentially, I just wish Prey had been um, Tacoma. Um, and instead, you like, like you could just play Tacoma, I think. Um, that being said, Prey has a, uh, Sundered? Sundered, yes. Uh, Prey has a, a, a big fan base, Hans, that was on the, the podcast last week. I think that was actually like his game of the year for that year. Um, so there, there are folks that really do like Prey. Um, just wasn't for me. Uh, Game Pass, uh, Udian Chronicles Rising is coming out uh, today, actually, May 10th. Uh, this War of Mine Final Cut also comes out today. If you want to play something super uplifting, I would suggest this War of Mine. Uh, NHL 22. <laughs> Floppy Nights. <laughs> NHL 22 comes out May 12th. Floppy Nights comes out May 24th. What do you think Floppy Nights is? I, I don't know, but I like its it name. It does have a good name. Floppy Nights is, oh, this has got a great art style. This looks actually looks really good. Uh, floppy Knights. Meet the Floppy Knights. Tangible projections summoned from floppy disks. Tactics fused with card game mechanics as Phoebe and Carlton, a brilliant young inventor, and her robot arm bestie square off in turn-based, and I don't know because that's all it said. I don't want to play this game because I heard turn-based and card-based and went like... Oh, no, and I don't disagree, but, uh, but go look at go look at what it looks like. Oh, yeah, like. no, it's, I saw it. It's yeah, very, yeah. very cute. So, I, yeah, absolutely not my game, but the, the graphics are adorable. Uh, Hard Space Shipbreaker uh, coming out May 24th. I've heard good things about that. May 26th, though, I think the one that, like, literally everyone I know is super excited about, Sniper Elite 5. Dude, you get to shoot Nazis. In the junk, from what I hear. Like... Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. our friend Tim, um, I think, 
makes it a point to shoot every Nazi just right right there. So nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> and then uh, Pac-Man Museum Plus is coming out May 27th. So pretty uh, pretty good pretty good month. Um we got a couple good deals on Humble this month. Uh Game Over uh T1D which is a a uh trying to it's fighting type 1 diabetes. Um for 12 bucks you get Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, We Happy Few, Salmon Max Save the World, um Observation which I really liked. Um you liked Observation a lot too, didn't you, Cole? Yeah. I did. Uh, Super Meat Boy Forever, um, Pine, which actually looks pretty pretty good. Um, Dread Machine Gauntlet Stories Untold, which Colby also recommended to me and I really enjoyed. Um, Rad, which Colby also really liked. Um, and yeah. Super Meat Boy and Saturday Morning RPG. Um, so for 12 bucks, that's actually a really good bundle. Uh, Saturday Morning RPG was awesome. Oh, I've never heard of it. Is it? What is it? Like, yeah. Oh. Uh, it's like an RPG game, but it's kind of based around like 80 Saturday morning kind of like tropes and movies and stuff. It was pretty decent. I played it a long time. I played it probably a couple a years ago back. on the Switch. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good bundle, especially for twelve dollars. And um, Type One Diabetes sucks, so you know. Uh, and then the other bundle we've got right now is the Best of Calypse, which uh, are the folks that make Tropico and a bunch of other games. So for fifteen dollars, you can get Tropico Six, Railway Empire, Starbase, Startopia, Sudden Strike Four, Dungeons Two, Commandos Two HD Remastered, Dungeons Three, Tropico Five, a uh, couple of discount coupons, Dungeons and Commandos Behind Emily Enemy Lines. I've never played any of those games, but I've heard the Tropico games are a lot of fun if you're into strategy. Uh, and then, uh, so there's, there's a game coming out called, I did not open this link. I apologize. It's called Please Fix the Road, um, which first of all sounds adorable and, and looks quite adorable as well. And it's about, um, it's a, it's a puzzle game about fixing roads. Um, so you manipulate tiles in different ways to make sure that cars and boats and trains can get where they need to go on these roads. And, uh, the developer, uh, has said that when the game comes out, it's it's launching soon. It's going to be out on Steam. It's going to be out on uh, Itch.io, all the kind of normal places. But at the same time, he's just going to release an official pirated version of it. Um, there will no, be no updates to it. Um, but it also has some like some pirate themed stuff. There's like a a, a pirate uh, intro sequence and all that kind of stuff. Um, but his kind of thing was he's like you know hey I get it. Um, there was times where I could not pay for games either and so like here you go you know if you can pay for it i absolutely would love you to but if you can't just go get it so it's called please fix the road watch it uh on steam and all the other places you buy games and if not you can just go grab it off of i guess i don't know the pirate bay where do you pirate games these days call i don't i don't know it's been a while i just i just play games on game pass <laughs> yeah. uh he says, game dev is hard, making money from it's even harder. I'm simply trying to show myself and my game to people. I think a developer pirated version is not only an interesting and surprising thing to do, but also very consumer friendly. He hopes he gets a little publicity out of it. So here, here you go, buddy. Do it. He's uh, probably real excited that we... we I'm sure. Like, he's going to be, oh my God, Bite Me Podcast talked about me. I just spilled water on my... Oh, we got the Bite Me bump. <laughs> oh my God. Can we call it that? Yes. yes, I'm going to go trademark that as soon as we're done. I just spilled water on my keyboard, too. It's not great. Uh, Hans came back Good and job. he says that his uh, favorite game is with a cat is Blinks, the Time Sweeper. So, good choice. 
when featuring cats is mappy. I'm unfamiliar with that. And there's also a Commodore 64 game you played a lot called Alley Cat. So there's your there's your Hans update for the day. You have anything else before we wrap the sucker up call? Nope. All right, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at BiteMePodcast.com. You can follow us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.com slash BiteMePodcast. You can join our Patreon at Patreon.com slash BiteMePodcast. You can talk with, on, talk with us on Discord. Just go to BiteMePodcast.com slash Discord. You could have been literally watching me in real time ask Hans what his favorite uh, cat is, if that's your thing. Uh, you can support and or join our Extra Life team at BiteMePodcast.com slash Extra Life. And there's no Dylan, so Colby, it is up to you. Bite me. That was good. Bite me. Bite me.